the year was 2002. I was 15 years old, a sophomore in high school. Life was, you know, high school life. I was a cheerleader. I had friends. I was enjoying school. I was kind of the nerdy type, so I enjoyed classes and did my schoolwork, got good grades. Then I met a boy. He was a friend of um, one of my friend's brothers. He was also on the basketball team and I was a cheerleader, so connected at games, football games, basketball games. I didn't even have any interest in him when I met him. He was just a boy. We would talk occasionally at, you know, games or in the hallways because we ended up having classes around each other would joke around with his friends in mind you know I'd wander the hallways sometimes during one of my history classes because I try to meet up with uh, one of my friends and he happened to be in the same class and I'd find him in the hall and I tell him you need to go back to class I'm trying to meet up with my friend And at that time, too, he had a girlfriend or two. I remember running into him at the mall, and he was kind of like in an argument or disagreement or something with a girl. And he, like, looked over, said hi, said hi, and I kept on with my own, kept on with my own business. I was just living life. doing what 15 year olds do, hanging out with my friends, going to the mall, participating in sports, sporting events, football games, having a good time. And then one day, you know, in our high school, we had this spot, this spot where everybody meets, you know, all high schools have it. Ours was called the circle. You know, it was outside, patio type, everybody kind of gathered around there during in-between times for classes or lunches or midday breaks. And I was, I was there hanging out with my friends, talking with my friends, and he was there too. And you know, right before the bell rang, he was like, hey, can I have your phone number? And I even made that face with the words, why? Like, why would I give you my phone number? And he was just like, well, so I could talk to you. I hesitated, but I just gave it to him. And that was the beginning of it. The charm, the good guy demeanor, the manipulation that I didn't even know was happening. I allowed it all in, I let it in. 
started small, you know, just texting on occasion. What are you doing? How's your class going? How are things? <clears throat> just normal talk between two teenagers. I don't even know exactly how it flipped. He became more interested in me, I think, or just wanted some other females to talk to. I remember him asking me one time if I had any crushes on guys, and I was like, yeah, there are a couple people I liked, and I told him who, and I asked him the same, and he told me who he liked, but he also had a girlfriend, so. But I guess it was normal. I mean, you're allowed to like think other people are good looking even if you're dating, right? As long as you're not doing anything. I don't know. But he was just one of my friends, I guess. That's all I chalked it up to be was a guy that was my friend. Somewhere along the way it changed though. I'm not entirely sure how. I'm not sure if he could tell how broken of a girl I was and how desperate I was for love or if he actually if, or if he actually had any real feelings for me. But he really turned on the charms. He would text me all day long, we would have hour long phone conversations in the nights to the point where I'd get in trouble with my mom get my phone taken away in the nighttime. And this was all before we started dating. Before I fully knew I had feelings for him. It wasn't until like a few months in that my best friend at the time, she told me that I liked him. I was like, no, I didn't. And then I started to think about it and maybe I did. It was downhill from there. He had a girlfriend, but he was telling me that he wanted to be with me and that he cared about me and that he would be with me. I was so desperate for love that I believed him. I waited for him. Continued to talk to him and just waited for him to break up with his girlfriend like he promised. I even turned down another sweet boy that told me I was beautiful. I told him I had a boyfriend, which wasn't true, but I was waiting. I got pretty depressed during that time. Walking to class sad because I was waiting for this guy that was promising me things. I even kissed him. My first real high school kiss was with a boy that had a girlfriend. I was disappointed in myself, but I was trying to give him what he wanted so that way he would choose me. I waited for months for him to follow through and it was getting close to the end of my sophomore year. I was giving up. 
I was thinking this isn't ever going to happen. And I was learning to be okay with that. But then in May of 2003, he did it. He texted me on a weekend that I was out with my family at the flea market and asked me to be his girlfriend. I was overjoyed. I was like, yes, you know, finally. I have this boy, this boy that says he loves me. It wasn't even like a great way to start a relationship through a text on a weekend. But I thought, oh my gosh, this is the best thing that could ever happen to me. Man. The relationship started off pretty well, but also intense. You know, like a crazy intense, a real infatuation, that teenage love. It hits you hard. His charm continued. He made me feel special. He made me feel loved. I was in bliss. At 15 years old, I thought I found the love of my life. He was my first everything. I was an experimental teenager, hadn't been taught really anything about love, relationships, physical intimacy. You know, I had been told by parents and aunts was, just don't have sex till you're married. But I didn't even know what sex was. So, we'd kiss and we'd make out. I even allowed him to touch me. And it was out of curiosity, but I think also because one night when texting, he had asked me how far I had gone with the guy. And I hadn't even fully kissed a guy, but when I asked him, he told me he wasn't a virgin. And for some reason, that piqued my interest in wanting to do more. I think he saw that in me, and that was another reason he pursued me. But after a couple months of dating, we were making out in the car parked at a park when he asked if I was ready. I thought he meant if I was ready for the usual stuff we would do, but I was wrong. This time he took off his pants and was ready for sex. I was completely caught off guard, but I agreed. It was my first experience in it happened in a way that I didn't even fully understand. But it also deepened the attachment to this guy. You know, sex is a very emotional and psychological experience, so doing that for the very first time with this boy really solidified the bond. <laughs> that first year, there was a lot of ups and downs. We would hang out quite often, 
go to movies, hang out at the park, hang out with friends, I'd go to his place. You know, I had really fallen for this boy. We spent most of our time together and when we weren't together, we were either texting or talking on the phone. I would ditch class to hang out with him. I chose him over my friends. You know, for my 16th birthday, he bought me a beautiful necklace and he was always telling me how much he loved me and even told me that I was the girl he was going to marry. He even gave me a promise ring. I felt so special. I didn't even notice the controlling behavior. Probably didn't even know that it was controlling behavior. You know, I was a kid. There was small things at first. Making comments about the clothes that I wore, telling me things he didn't like about my friends so I would slowly drift away, getting upset that I had guy friends because I had so many guy friends. Guys were easy to get along with and funny, you know? I was even, I was on the cheer team and there were boys on the cheer team and he didn't like that. And so he always made it a point to express that. My parents didn't like him either. And it's probably because I rebelled. You know, he grew up in a household where there weren't any rules. He could do whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and he'd have no punishment. I had rules. I had curfews. If I did something I wasn't supposed to, I'd get grounded. There were good reasons that they didn't like him though, because I even ran away one time. <laughs> I ran away and I was staying at his house while my parents and my entire family were trying to reach me and I was ignoring them because I was angry because he told me I had every right to be angry that they were trying to control my life. I was 16. Of course, they were trying to help me, but I didn't see it that way then. So I was staying at his house until his mom and dad finally were like, hey, you know, you, we can't be responsible for you getting in trouble. So I left and I went back home and I faced the consequences. We yelled at each other. I was constantly in trouble. I was constantly grounded. You know, one time he decided to suck my cheek so hard that he left a huge mark. I remember my mom telling me to tell him that the next time he's hungry to get something to eat. I thought that she was dumb and made a dumb comment, but it was his way of marking me, like claiming me. I didn't see it that way then. Although I didn't like the mark, but I didn't do anything about it. There was so much strain between all of us, you know, my family and him. They didn't want me to be with him. They could see the bad in him. Their constant grounding and unacceptance of us 
him caused a rift in our relationship. He drifted. He didn't break up with me, but he stopped talking to me as much. He would even sometimes ignore me at school, ignore my calls, everything. It was the worst time in my life. I was extremely depressed. I even lost about 20 pounds because I wouldn't eat. But the worst part of it all was that the girl that he was dating before me suddenly became smug at school when I would see her. I would walk by and she would look at me like she knew something. She would smirk, give weird looks, even just from across the way. So I thought that he was cheating on me. I confronted him about it, but he denied it. And that went on for some time. This back and forth, I would run into him in the cafeteria and ask him what was going on, why wasn't he talking to me, and he would laugh it off. I think he liked that I was basically begging for him to talk to me. He liked the control, he liked the power that it gave him. And he also liked to play mind games, so we bought a Ouija board and played it. He told me to ask it if he had been talking to her, so I did, and the board moved to yes. I got upset and he just laughed. You know, even though it wasn't like before, when we were hanging out all the time, and he was ignoring me a lot, he'd still bring me around. He'd bring me around for sex or to get some other use out of me and then shut me out. I felt like I was going crazy. I even tried to follow him one time after I left his house because he had somewhere to go. But I lost his car in traffic and ended up aimlessly driving around a neighborhood I thought he went into. What he was doing to me was devastating, keeping me on a string, not exactly wanting me, but not wanting to let me go. This continued on for months until we were approaching prom at the end of 2004, a full year after we started dating. Now it was my junior year so I could attend and even with all the bullshit going on, we had planned on going together. I was grounded again, but my mom had allowed me to go to the mall with my sister and my best friend for prom stuff. I ran into him at the mall and was asking again for attention. He was getting annoyed, then during a conversation he looked up, smiled, and walked away. I turned and watched him walk and he walked straight up to that girl, his ex-girlfriend, and hugged her so tight. She smiled and hugged him back and gave me a look. My heart broke. I walked up to where they were 
and threw the promise ring at him. I left them all in tears. <laughs>